I always want to know. I'm I like, know. We really need to like have a plat, like maybe create a not a YouTube, but a um a blog or something. I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth okay. because it's gonna be like, who listens to us? And then I find out, and I'm gonna be like, why? why? We're so stupid. <laughs> like why? But I feel like it's good to interact with your listeners, though. I do not. It's just like, we're doing this for fun. I don't want to interact I don't those. want to incur dismay, wrath, disappointment. I don't want, like... None of it. I know that by keeping the bad things out, I'm also keeping the good things out. But yeah. I really would just like to exist in a vacuum for now. Okay. I'm feeling that's, tender. Maybe in a couple fine. months when I'm not feeling so tender. Okay. That's that's equally as valid. Yeah. I'm, I just always want to... I have this regret problem where I like to reach out to people and be like, hey, what do you think of this? And then they tell me and I'm like, man, I should have kept my mouth shut. Right. <laughs> I wish I didn't know. And I wish you were a mystery because now that I know you've lost so many points, I don't want to continue. I just want to go. I just want to buy my cookies, man, and get out of here. Exactly. <laughs> it's like asking, how are you today? I don't really care. This is just something you say to your coworkers, right like nobody <laughs> understands like this is the united states this is just like this is a hey how are you now it's not yeah. even like uh we're not really asking we yeah. want you to say fine and move, and on. move on i don't want your life story just right. move on like please i don't want to hear about your trauma yeah. i don't <laughs> i love that like the whole world is waking up and talking about traumas but now i'm like tired, tired. I'm, like we need to bring it back a bring little bit back. let's go back to the days of being on the couch curled up and not knowing. Like, I cry in bed for three hours. Why can't you? Exactly. And then when I leave my house, I leave it in the bedroom. <laughs> you can do the same. If I can do it, you can do it too. Dude, Hang in there, come champ. On. You know you have to put on your social face. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, guys, gals, non-binary pals, it is your girls, the tarot root girls. Um... It, warning, it is our last Tarot Root Girls Do podcast as I am moving to a different state. So there's not going to be a whole lot of doing with us. But we are pleased to announce that we will be opening up a gamer channel on YouTube um, tentatively titled Tarot Root Girls Game. Yep. We're working. I, we haven't come up with anything better. So that's... <laughs> that's probably what it's going to end up being. But please do also um, find us at the Tarot Root Book Club where we visit a different country every month or two um, getting different perspectives from different authors um, from different countries. And we have just established Manga Madness where every so often E um, forces me to consume volumes of manga in a very short time period. And I love it. <laughs> so what did we do today? What's this about? I don't even freaking remember. Oh, we oh. went to that stupid art gallery. <laughs> okay, so if anyone ever tells you, do you want to go to an art gallery in a mall? Your first question should be, it's where? <laughs> I have this. Okay, so that was a red flag. But you know me. Like, <laughs> curious as a cat. Like, that's how the Grim Reaper is going to get me. He's going to be like, like, hey, kid, you want to see something cool? Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like that, too. Like, that's how I feel like that's exactly how I'm going to die. Did you ever watch Dexter's Laboratory? Yes. Like, what is this button? I do. That's me. Boom, dead. No, no, we're not even thinking twice about nothing. Yeah, we're just like, okay, yeah, sure. 
It was the Michelangelo Sistine Chapel uh-huh. ex- exhibit that's making us, I guess, a way across American malls. <laughs> I'm to a mall near Yale. You know, Watch out for it in your state. Oh, these poor malls need all the help that they can get. I know. I know. Like, but this man. used to be, like, the mall, too. Yeah, like, This is. used to be where all the hoity-toities went. Yeah, and now it's just... Junk. Junk. Guard, just as I thought. Yeah. Trash. Yeah, malls are just decaying in America. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're trying to revitalize it anyway. Because they're buildings we can use things i saw one turn into a library and i thought what a wonderful that thing. is the appropriate use of a mall at least like just a department store no you know what it was like an abandoned walmart or something like an abandoned like grocery store that was turned into a library i'm like what a wonderful yeah use of space yeah that's what they need to do turn yes. them all into libraries because people need to read <laughs> in this country yeah. i wanted to see so a fun characteristic about me i always forget that i don't like art so <laughs> this time <laughs> like one of those abused girlfriends that are just like maybe you'll change you're like me and donuts maybe this I'm different like, guy with a different motorcycle, motorcycle and a different color ponytail will be different and it's never different it's never different <coughs> like it doesn't me. matter it doesn't matter if it's fine art abstract like i have not met there's maybe been like two pieces of art that i've met that i've been like okay i'm gonna buy it like very few but i like um I, I don't know. I like Alphonse Mucha. Mm-hmm. I like the, um, I forget, the Art Nouveau. Okay. And that's it. I found um, one artist. I think her name is E.J. Adelon at a local um, art, like they had like an art market. Yeah. And um, I loved her paintings. And it was just kind of, it was surrealism, but like fantasy surrealism, not like abstract Dali. It was, um, don't. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to, to, to hear this and realize that she said it was surrealism, but fantasy surrealism. But we like, literally just had a conversation in which she told me she hates surrealism. I do hate surrealism, and like, so with this, it's ha, like, you like that fantasy surrealism. So you like surrealism in some form or fashion. <laughs> yes, this was like a beautiful land, like a beautiful place in the woods. And it's just a portal that's opened up in front of these two men that open up to the stars. But it was still surrealism, right? I guess it would be called surrealism. Yeah. So oh. I don't mind. Yes! I don't mind part of it. But if you if you even like show me Picasso, I will hiss and swat at you like a wet cat. I'm like, like it just comes back to audacity i hate it keep your audacity away from me and i love audacity because i think all of us should be audacious that's a correct word i right? don't feel that any of us are special enough to be audacious why not like, you don't have to be special if white men can do it why can't we because we saw how it turned out for them <laughs> i am dying here guys. they're doing so well right now aren't they so that's why we should be audacious too I just get very mad when I pay like thirty goddamn dollars. It was thirty dollars. Oh, this was thirty some odd dollars. I thought it was fifteen. I wish it was. I I'm very you... annoyed. I overpaid. Wait, per person? It was about thirty forty. Like my total was like seventy some odd. Yeah. If I had looked at the price, I would have told you no. I wanted the souvenir package. <laughs> I thought it would be cool. I, I thought it would be something. something good. What are you going to do with your souvenir? I'm going to chuck it. <laughs> because now I'm mad about it. I 
thought it was going to be a nice memory. So I was like, this is our last outing before I leave. This might be a nice memory. But now this is just really something. It's nice memory because it's something to laugh about. Yeah. But it's not something I want to hang up on my fridge. Yeah. The Sistine Chapel. <laughs> First of all, we're not fans of the Bible. No. No, actually, no. I love the Bible. It's one of the greatest books ever written. Of myth. Of myth. Yes. yes. It has everything in that book. Fantasy, sci-fi. It's the grandfather rom- of fiction. Rom- yes, it is. So I actually is one of the... I love the Bible. I literally do actually like the Bible as a, a fiction story. I haven't read it. So... We d- well, you haven't re- you haven't read the Bible. Uh, you should have seen how well I skated through Catholic school. <laughs> I almost got kicked out, but I did get uh, long enough to get confirmed for my parents to get off my deck about it. Like I love the Bible so much. I've read the Quran. I've read the Torah. I've read the King James I version. I do want to read. The I've Quran read the new um, the new what is it called? The new something version. Can't remember. New right King now. James version or whatever. The, not the New King's James. It's um. New something version. I can't remember. And I've read the Catholic Bible, too. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I still have uh, the Catechism of the Catholic Church. I still have it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Like, I wanted to be a theologist till I realized it was fiction. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I actually really... The Bible is one of my favorite books. No, in truth. <laughs> because it's such great stories. Like I mean, they're wild. Like a burning bush. Like a, prof- like a prophetic burning bush. Cutting off your child's... Head? Or attempting to? Why because not? you believe in this thing? Wow. That's another thing too. It's <laughs> like I don't know how people weren't clued in about God being a wrathful God. Because everyone thinks it's all love and no. all sweetness and he, he sacrificed was, for you. It's like no, no he was Jesus angry. Christ sacrificed for you. God wanted to kill your ass. And that's why we say you need Jesus and not you need God. Exactly. Like Jesus Jesus is one of my favorite fiction characters ever. His hero journey is amazing. You know, I haven't thought about it like that. Like the hero journey. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, God, man. I, it's really is my favorite book. And like, now you know. <laughs> the more you know. The more so you know. I thought that it would be a good idea because like, I'm not getting to Italy anytime soon. And the, the premise of this um, exhibit is that they are blowing up these uh, fo- these um, paintings, paintings that you really wouldn't be able to see even if you were physically in person you would need binoculars to really see yep. the details and I liked the idea of having it blown up and accessible to where you could really contemplate it and think about all of it and like like interpret it in here's my thing with art it's subjective it is up to the person to interpret it because the freaking creator has their own interpretation of their work that's why i hate it and people are the one who say it's art Mm -hmm. so i can make a dot on a wall and if people feel something about it it's art that makes me so (laughs) mad no see i'm in awe of that she's pissed off (laughs) but it's uh, it's subjective so a lot of times like seeing these works like I said today, the greatest thing about seeing this work is accessibility. Yes. And also it makes you think about points of view and perspectives when you view them. That's what I thought the greatest thing came out of today. I think... And I got to spend time with you. That, sure. Like, yes, that's always a bonus that we, like, suffer through these things together. 
Um, I actually the thing that I came away with um, the most was just um, the development of art mm. and how people draw over time. Yes, because when these were being drawn, we were still in a state of we couldn't see females in the nude. Mm-hmm. So he was basing his females off of male anatomy, yep. and then just kind of like, oh, we're gonna extrapolate. Yeah, I'm tweaking <laughs> and, like, it. Like we're just gonna bolt on some tits and maybe chop off a dick, and here's like here's the, female. the female form. So it it was interesting to see how far we've come also in um, when it comes to perspective, how we're yeah. drawing perspective and light and uh, things like that. I yeah. think it's very interesting. <laughs> Even you um, put out the point that it's um, mixing the paints, not yeah. having access to certain colors. Like That's why we have things like, oh, it's Egyptian blue or Egyptian red, red because these are the reds that they were able to procure at the time before yep. um, supply chains became stable across yeah. um, countries. So I think from a historical um, perspective they're incredible i think i mean they're it's a a great work of art it is a great work of art and i admire um the um, the piety the um the dedication that it took to create them yeah <clears throat> dedication and i think um the bible does have fascinating stories and yes that's one does. thing that i like i don't know that i admire it but i'm always in awe of other people's faith yeah. Like I am like, too because I cannot be that faithful to that thing. I cannot either. <laughs> I I have to think about it though, like because I grew up in the church. I'm sure you grew up in the church yes. too. And even as a kid, I could not be, I could not summon the belief of this thing. It was just always stories to me. Yes. And I just I don't understand. I have very devout people in my family, mm-hmm. like very devout. And we own a church. <laughs> wow, I didn't yeah. know that. In That's the Caribbean, my aunt has a church. <laughs> Very cool. Like, she's a preacher. She's a... Yeah. Cool. And my, so is my uncle. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're very devout. And I just... I don't get it. Yes, I believe in a higher power, but, like... And to assign all that those rules, rules to the mystical, I think, is a fool's game. It's a fool's game. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. it, and I think it's it's just kind of been bast- bastardized. Yeah, because think, we put all these human connotations on it. Yeah. And so that I couldn't believe in. So, like, as we were viewing this art today, <clears throat> and I was looking through it and, like, listening to the the little voice thing. What's it yeah, called? the audio guides. The audio guides to these works of art. And <laughs> this is why I was laughing when we were watching the one of David the God oh yeah the David. figure yeah god touching david or whatever and i was laughing because the way she was explaining this thing was oh the athletic body and the voluptuousness yeah and I, and I it's just, just like, relaxed <clears throat> and like 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 whatever it was like yeah you know. so when looking at these arts a lot of time especially when it covers matters in the bible or whatever i look at it as a viewpoint of history Instead of a view type point of the material mm-hmm. of, of which it's covering. Right. Because the material for which it's covering is kind of suspect. But the historical importance. <laughs> but like, historical importance, it's like. And how it's done. Yeah, and how it's done. And like him having to climb up that scaffold and paint um, looking up at it instead of, you know. That that is interesting. The time and energy and That's the effort incredible. that takes because these That's... paintings are are much larger than yeah. he himself. So he had to have a vision. Yeah. So he had to. He's visionary. Yeah. It's very majestic. 
and amazing that you know someone is as passionate of homoeroticism as I am. <laughs> you turn anything into BL. I know I would. <laughs> gosh and then the detail because in some of these paintings there are so many little things you don't see unless you actually look because mm-hmm. like for example in the last painting there were two guys kissing there were yeah. angels like hurting other people there were there's so many like small attention to detail items even from the color of the eyes yeah that you're just like what what is that? What what interpretation can I get from this? Like uh, Mary Lee, brought, um, you pointed out Mary's position underneath God, or was it underneath? Yeah, Jesus? underneath. No, no it Jesus. was underneath the, um, Joseph. Oh, okay. Because the picture was Mary and Joseph are supposed to be exalted okay. onto the high position in heaven. Okay. But Mary's positioning under was underneath Joseph instead of equal to Joseph. <laughs> I, I know, so I was like, even in this exalted position, the woman is beneath. Yeah. And I found it very interesting that the angels were the ones pushing the humans down into the demons. Like, yeah. Like, angels, like I said, they're horrifying little creatures. We mm-hmm. have cherubized them and made them all prettyfied, but they're horrible people. <laughs> they're you not know, the people. They're horrible people. One of my beings. favorite, um, the Golden Compass series, the, mm-hmm. the His Dark Materials. I loved that explanation of how angels came to be. It just happened to be that an angel was um, created. And then when a second angel was created, he got the idea. I was like, oh, I'm the highest. I'm the highest. Yeah. There. Yeah. It's interesting to have um, angels not be this. Well, look at them in Supernatural. (laughs) I never watched Supernatural. The angels in Supernaturals are horrible. Yeah. They're murdering people, everything. I can't get into it. I've tried Supernatural multiple times, and I'm like, hey. Supernaturals. It it starts great, and then when... I'm on season 12, guys. Just let's leave that there. I'm determined to finish this series. How many series? How many seasons? 15? It finally ended it, right? Yeah. Okay. Ended at 15. I'm almost done. I've been watching Supernatural for so many years, man. I still haven't finished but I'm trying to finish it before it comes off on Netflix for some reason. I don't know if it is, but just saying it might come off on Netflix. Mm. So I'm trying to finish it. I still won't do it. But at any rate, so it, it it did go into a mall. It still smelled like a department store. Like a department store. store. It was an old Sears, I think they said it an was. An old Sears or something. And the souvenirs left. Like, I mm. would not splurge on the souvenirs because it was a Do not. Yeah. The just... umbrella might be worth it, though. The umbrella, there was an umbrella that opened up and underneath it was a Sistine Chapel paintings. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but the free souvenirs kind of blew. It yeah. was just um, a book of what you had already read throughout the exhibit. Which is fine because you don't get to sit and read like everything. everything. Or you'd be there forever. And you would die inside. So I will probably read through that again before throwing it out. But I would give this like a six out of 10 canvases a six out of 10 wow oh, better than me. I was maybe giving, a five i was giving it a three. Oh wow a, a three because once again also here's another thing because they're blown up it takes away i think sometimes from the art of it because yeah. it looked like grainy pictures yeah i can see on <laughs> that's that true. i printed off of my printer you know that's what it looked like it looked very grainy yeah so that's another thing so if they're gonna do something like that maybe work on the quality mm-hmm. of what they're because like you paid 30 bucks to see grady 
Yeah. <laughs> to see greedy They pictures. said I had my own VIP entrance. Yeah. And I thought because they were they were staggering the times for COVID, not for my enjoyment. Nope. That's what I thought it was, is that, oh, you have an appointment time, and this is when you get there. But everybody's already fucking there. there. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It could have been done better, it and I'm annoyed that I didn't just splurge for the Van Gogh exhibit. Because yeah. that one is like a virtual immersion. Immersion, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Go to Van Gogh instead when he comes around. Maybe I might do it. No, I'm not going to do it. It's in a mall too, right? No, it's all the way down in Sarasota. Oh. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It, I don't think it's at Ringling. It's at a, a different, but it's not in a mall. It's like um, it's like an actual museum exhibit, yeah. like a museum. And yeah, we should have splurged for the Van Gogh. Rotation. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. But it's an experience. It's we, an experience we can we have laugh about. Yeah, it's an experience we have a memory about now. So, yeah, and then we went to Token Ramen. Yes. Finally, guys, the ramen battle is coming to a close. Token Ramen versus, what's the other place? Ichikoro. Ichikoro. And for me, Ichikoro wins. Yeah. But if this had been, like, 2018, Token Ramen would have won. Okay. It's interesting. Like it de- yeah. definitely the qualities have gone up and down at both restaurants. Well, I will tell you this though, their ramen was better than that last that place we went to for the vegan sushi. Yeah. Their ramen, their ramen was so much better. The broth okay, let me give a detailed thing of this ramen. Okay. I had the veggie ramen because I don't eat meat. The broth was light, so I liked the broth, but what I felt like the broth lacked was flavor. Mm-hmm. It was very light. But it wasn't as flavorful for that lightness. Um, the noodles were kale noodles. 10 out of 10. Yeah. I will eat those noodles again. Actually, I want to buy those noodles somewhere. I got to find them. But those kale noodles were really good. They kind of t- reminded me of buckwheat noodles. But they weren't buckwheat. They were kale. Okay. No, I just said that like in a... Again, but... Yeah. Those noodles were good. I didn't like... The other vegetables in there because it was basic broccoli, basic cabbage, mm-hmm. basic lettuce. And I think it was like, what's that lettuce leaf that's red? Um, Not cabbage. Boston lettuce or whatever I don't know. it's called. Anyway, it's that basic red green lettuce. Oh, um, yeah. oh, they package it as field greens, but it's yeah. like the annoying one that t- arugula. Arugula. No, it's not arugula. It was lettuce. Oh, well. Uh, uh, whatever. But it was just basic veggies. And I felt like because those noodles were so good, it deserved better vegetables. So, mm-hmm. And they put avocado in it, which I think they should not do. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, the avocado was good because, by itself because it was avocado, but not with the broth. You know I had good avocado today for you? Really? Blind Tiger Coffee. Oh, yeah. Blind Tiger Coffee. We went to Blind Tiger Coffee today also. Wait, let me finish the ramen. We really pack it in on when we hang out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's get back to Blind Tiger Coffee after. Yeah. But um, because I really do want to do a review on that one. Because I think I might try the one in Brandon. But yeah, the noodles were good. The greatest thing about our visit at this one, though, was um, the boba. Was it Hong Kong tea? Uh, Kung Kung Fu tea. I know I always say Hong Kong tea. Kung Fu tea. Kung Fu tea. 10 out of 10. It's so good. I it's love really good. their teas. I always get the honey lemonade with aloe. And I always like, get winter melon. And I had winter melon for the first time. It was delicious. So delicious. So good. So now much. I know when I go places. Winter melon, coconut milk with pudding. Yes. 
that's the only way to have that. <laughs> so good. So delicious. And I also get the cocoa cream milk caps. Mm-hmm. Milk something. Cocoa creams. They're so phenomenally delicious. Like, I've never been disappointed by their teas. Yeah. Their teas were worth it. But yeah, that's my review of my ramen. So I give my ramen about, I would say, a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Um, I got the black garlic ramen, and it used to be better. Like, I swear. Like, it was, like, the most exalted ramen in my life. And then it just did not take... Like, my broth was not as good as it used to be. And I think it's just, like, it's COVID. They weren't open for a while. It's turnover. It's, uh-huh. like, supply chain issues because they used to import all of their stuff from Japan. So it just doesn't taste as good as it did a couple years ago. But I don't know. I'm a little sad about that. I'm a little yeah. sad because you kind of, like, chase a flavor of a place. Yeah. Ichikoro um, went one for me. Yeah, Ichikoro definitely turned their shit around, I yeah. think. Um, like, a couple years ago, I was like, this is nowhere near as good as I had hiked it. But, yeah, I would say at, at the, the Ramen Wars, Ichikoro won. I agree with you. Yeah, Ichikoro. I and won't then, go back um, there. Blind Tiger Tanku, Coffee. So I won't go back unless I want bubble tea. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Blind Tiger. Blind Tiger Coffee. Okay, so I saw this in the Brandon Mall. I saw it and I was like, oh, I'll try it one day. And I finally got an opportunity to try it. Okay, on point, I had an ALT, which is avocado, lettuce, tomato. Every time you say that, I think it's ale as in A-L-E, uh-huh. T-T-E-A. Okay. And I'm like, you're getting a tea that tastes like beer? Like, I don't... <laughs> it's an ALT. It's ale wine. Like, I don't... Like, it sounds like something, like, fanciful That's from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like, it's ALT. I should... We should open a restaurant and call it ALT. <laughs> <laughs> we have enough stuff to do that we don't follow through on. I know. But um, avocado, lettuce, tomato. And you had a, uh, they had vegan chorizo. So I was like, oh, can I get vegan chorizo on it too? It did not need the vegan chorizo. It was so good by itself. But so the chorizo didn't add anything to it because they had a lot of avocado on it. Like they just like took a whole goop and put like it on there. Like a half an inch yeah. worth of avocado. Yeah, it had a good amount of avocado on it. So the chorizo just got lost. Um, but yeah, I would have their sandwiches again. Their, their portion size is bigger than I expected. So you're getting like a half a Cuban. It was really good. And then the coffee, I had a Cortado on point. I would get a Cortado again. It was the perfect amount of coffee, made the perfect way. Yeah, the, I got a Bonbon Latte. It was really good. I don't remember what the heck was in it, but I would 10 out of 10 get it again. It was very yeah. delicious. Not too, because I don't like my coffee's too, too sweet. Every once in a while, when I have like a fantastic craving, I'll be like, okay, I need the craziest, sweetest thing that we can get at Dunkin' mm-hmm. Donuts. But this, like, this was like a very nice, balanced Balance. drink. And then I got the guava and cheese pastry because I'm Colombian, and if I see guava, I'm going to eat it. Um, and the turnover was huge. It was like the size of a plate, like a small plate. It was like just massive. And they warmed it up, and it was really, really good. So I, would, I have to go and try that pastry because uh, I wanted food. I was hungry. So I was like, oh, ALT, ATL looks, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had that. ALT. ALT. <laughs> ATL Atlanta. What else did we do again? What what other things have we done? I don't remember. I think that's all we did today, wasn't it? The court, yeah. The Blind Tiger Coffee, the Sistine Chapel thing in the mall. <laughs> and um, whatchamacallit? Blind and Blind Tiger Coffee Company. I know. Tankutsu Ramen. Token Ramen. Token Ramen. Why am I calling Kung Fu Tea? I don't know. And you're calling Kung Fu Hong Kong? Hong Kong. 
I can't talk. It's the end of the day, okay? It is. It's, Token ramen. It's 8.15. I, oh, my God. It's my bedtime. I know. That's why you're yawning so much. I'm actually turning around, I think, in the last hour, so I'm not Yay. so bad. <laughs> now that I have, like, pizza to look forward to, I'm like, I can yes. hang on just I'm a little longer. I'm introducing her tonight to Marco's Pizza. So that'll be another dude. <laughs> we are not coming back in We're here not coming we back pizza. to do, yeah, to do an episode is, after we eat that pizza. That's a group assignment for you, you guys. guys. That is a do you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So you do, Marco. For our last do for a while, this is it. This is what you got. You got to live with it. You got to live with it. <laughs> and probably we, never do a do again until we like... Might. We visit each other or yeah, something. Yeah, or we pop into Atlanta to yeah. get our K-pop fix. That would be nice. When is that show anyway? I don't know of any shows in Atlanta right now. Oh, okay. Because like BTS, they just canceled their um, tickets outright. Oh, damn. Yeah, they didn't even bother rescheduling. They're like, we're these children are too precious. We're just going to cancel and never expose them to COVID. And um, Monster X, I canceled at a time where they were putting out bad albums. And now I have such regret. <laughs> I still haven't listened to their new album. The last two are so good. No, the last one you got for me, I listened to that. Okay. And that's the one you hated. That one was fine. No, there was so did, the, they, did they do two more after that? They've done like five since then. What? They put out so much music since then. I feel like I'm behind in Monster X now because I haven't been listening to any oh, of the music. You, yeah, when I jumped back in, it turns out the one that I was obsessed with was an older album from December. And there's a new, new one that I need to listen to. Oh. But the one from December, The Dreaming, is so good. Wait, so the album that you gave me, which one was that? That's All About Love. That was their first English album, album. And that was in 2017. I actually really like that album. I enjoy it now. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it, it now. Um... Uh, but I think they put out two other albums. So I was like, meh. Like the one with The Gambler. I'm like, ugh. So they had rescheduled so many times. I'm like, I'm not putting up with this shit anymore. You kick out Wano. Wano, show news in the military. Your music has been subpar. You've canceled on me three times. I'm not doing this anymore. I want my money back. And then as soon as I do that, like two months later... I find the dreaming and I'm like, holy fuck, I could just stab myself in both of my this eyes. This is how K-pop is, though. It's like, so erratic. Is, yeah, it is. Let me tell you, my one of my favorite gold groups, 21, ever disbanded years ago. Mm-hmm. Years ago. Guess who was at Coachella? Are you there? The ones that went to Coachella? CL, who I absolutely adore and I love. Know. CL invited the rest of the group on stage and they did their hits <gasps> at Coachella. And I was like, is this a revival? Is 2NE1 coming back? Are they coming back? I wish 21 would come back. So I wish I was the type of girl that would go to Coachella. I know. <laughs> I would never. I would but, never. Um, yeah, 21 might be coming back. I'm oh, hoping that it's not a one-off because that would be so great as a fan to have them back and making new music, especially now because they one of the original reasons when they disbanded, CL was supposed to have an American debut, mm-hmm. and they did her dirty, and then they brought, what's their name? God, what's their, that stupid girl group that came here? One Eye? No. Or Third Eye? No. Uh, so I know Third Eye was popular over here for like a second because of that one song. Not Third Eye. Um, God. Fire 21. Is, no. Okay. Fire song. 21 is the group that disbanded. Um, fire, Fire. Oh, 2NE1. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I'm back. Yeah. 
Yeah, 21. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem being, like, the, like Americans trying to, like, because I have no idea what any of these people are called. Like, yeah. I'm like, and hyping? Okay. Oh, God, what's your name? Anyway, but a different group came, and they had the same 21 vibes. Okay. And they're by this, but, because they're from the same K-pop company, and... I was so mad. I didn't listen to them and I wasn't going to listen to them and then they get popular and then I said I wasn't going to listen to them and then some of the songs were really good. Mm-hmm. But again, they give me 21 vibes and I'm a 21 friend. So I was like, nah. So CL's company did her dirty and now wow. CL, CL started her own company and released her own music and her album was fire. So when she went to Coachella to perform, she got I to was... invite them up instead of yep. them inviting her. Exactly. Good. And it was no, I great. had no idea that to anyone was twenty one. Yeah, <laughs> you've put like um like a missing piece into like my K-pop knowledge because <laughs> I didn't put the two and two together until just now. Yeah, I knew CL was from someone. I didn't realize it was like twenty one. Then yeah. that was the girl group. Yeah. Yeah. They were so anyway, big. They were. I love that. Them. They um, were one of my favorite ones. But one of their songs was in The Magicians. Yes. I was so surprised. And you know what? I was watching Lucifer. Mm-hmm. And they had an episode later on where they were um, trying to bust a drug ring, ecstasy. And they were talking about K-pop. And K-pop is a type of, like, a strain of ecstasy that was mm-hmm. going around in L.A. And Lucifer, he very much says it on all serious. Like, K-pop is ecstasy. Like, he meant K-pop is a drug. drug. Me, I took it as K-pop, K-pop is an ecstatic expression. <laughs> and then they're going into, not a club, I think it was like a karaoke. Mm-hmm. And Lucifer by Shiny comes on, and I lost my tits. I'm like, this is the best episode ever! Like Because they're using, like, a first, second gen K-pop group yep. for, Lucifer. for Lucifer. And it was so, and of course it was Lucifer. And that's, like I just, and that's- that's the generation of K-pop I love. I'm sorry. I don't really like this new... Like, BTS was better when they were still in Korea. Yes! I, said I hate it. the English. Do we need to have, like, a K-pop uh, a podcast where it's, like, the first-gen, second-gen exposure while I have, like, third, fourth-gen exposure? I feel like that might be do. fun. I that might like be fun. Do. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we might have another do for you. <laughs> Even know what you would call that. I know the K-pop experience. Tarot root girls K-pop. K-pop. <laughs> Maybe we should just start doing special episodes. We could. We like Kayla the t- the Tarot root girls discuss K-pop. We should have done all of these podcasts <laughs> under Tarot root girls, girls argue. argue. <laughs> That's really oh, what it my is. Goodness, yeah. But yeah, definitely, definitely, we should do. That something might be something like fun. Maybe for like the YouTube channel or something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe as we're gaming. Yeah, because I know I'm going to be singing for, like, Dead Space. Oh, God. Because, like, when I get introduced to games, because, my like, my brain has so much music in it that mm-hmm. anybody can say, like, just three words, and I'll, I'll all of a sudden, like, launch into classic rock from, like, the 60s. Like, I love you, babe. And I'll just be gaming, and these poor people are just going to be exposed to me. Just no, I'm always, like, stupid. cursing at my games. I'm always like, why? Do what I want you to do. Jump. I'm going to be playing all the Otome games where I'm going to be like, this stupid little girl, stop running after these men, go date somebody else, make them jealous, and we can go home. There was one that I started, like, immediately, I, not immediately erased, but, like, very quickly erased, and it was the premise that on, like, a blood moon, she got zapped to a a magic school where um, it's just a, a court of darkness. Oh, I'm so tired of Isakayas. But 
it was so the first one of course you have like that angry um uh, i forget what the, the type they're called the ones where they're just like um oh i can't show my feelings what are they called what's that trope the cold-hearted bastard yeah what is it? <laughs> there's a word for it that I, I know there's a word for it Any, yeah uh, oh tsundere a tsundere oh oh like, okay. tsundere. and then you have like of course the cinnamon roll mm-hmm. so i did the tsundere and I'm are like, you on tv tropes Am I on TV tropes? Yeah. I don't know. It's a website where you go and like read about all these tropes and stuff. Z is obsessed with TV tropes. No, because then I'll get so annoyed when I start seeing it everywhere. Okay. So I probably won't. But then the second one, it's like this guy that's always sleeping and you find out he doesn't want to take over the kingdom and stuff like that. And it just ends and you don't even get to like, there's like nothing fun about it. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? (laughs) You didn't know that this was a sleepy bitch. Like the second or third time you found him in the garden doing nothing. Like, why did we go through all of this? Why did you chase him to another kingdom? (laughs) You didn't even get to sleep with this character. Why are you even bothering? <laughs> and then Mystic Messenger I spent way too much of my life on Mystic Messenger because you get to romance I think like five or six different guys, but then they have the girl line, and it's like you. It seems like you would be able to romance her. You're just good you, friends. You're just good friends. Oh my oh, god. Oh, that's just mommy's good friend. friend. Like, oh my. Come god. on. I wonder if they have any eighteen plus Otome games. I don't know, but we need to end this and not bother oh, people about. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. So you know, everybody, you know what you're in for when you listen to us. You know what you're getting yourselves into. Um, so I'm, we're not saying goodbye forever. We're saying goodbye for now. now. We will keep going on Terror Root Book Club. We will be going on a, a soon-to-be-announced YouTube channel. Just give me about a month to settle into my new space. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. We'll see you when we see you guys. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.